Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Soccer PM. My name's Harry. I'm here with my homeboys, Scotty Kerr and Nathan Viviani, the maestro, the master, the professor. Viv, how you doing, my man? I'm very well, my man. How you doing? How you doing, boys? I've, I've been better. Scotty, how are you? Well, I was heaps better till you gave Viv a rap and, and I got nothing. I know, where was Scotty's intro? Jeez. <laughs> I've just got a feeling that, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. Scotty doesn't message me throughout the day saying he's excited for the podcast, right? All of a sudden today, he's, just, he's probably sent me about four separate messages just jigging me up. So I've just got a feeling that there's a hidden agenda here where he's going to soccer punch me a few times. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to give him I – I, I, really, I don't want it to start positive and then, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll just treat him like shit from the beginning so that he's Start low. <laughs> we had the Champions League midweek. I'm not sure if your memory's, um, you know, that strong. But what did you think, Scotty? Which game do you want me to talk about? Whichever one you want, mate. I mean, I'd love to talk about that Sheriff thing. I mean, as soon mate. as I thought Sheriff, I'm like, hang on a second. Who the hell are these guys? What a win. How was that? I, I, I don't know who they are, but they put one over Real Madrid and uh, I wasn't expecting that. They're, apparently, they're the same club that knocked out Celtic from from the qualifiers of the Champions League as well, which is old mate Ange Postacoglu's um, side uh, at the moment. Yeah, but that was like that for me. That was the highlight of the entire Champions League round. Yeah, I don't even sure. care about any of the other games. Yeah, I think it, sh- it highlights how bad Madrid are right now too, right? Yeah, well, you, do you know what this means, Viv? Because you've seen it through history. They're obviously going to hit the market like crazy when it comes to the. Um, to the end of the season. Have they got the dollars? Or are they like Barcelona and poor? Mm, I don't know. Man. I, think I think they're in a better position the than Barca, but yeah, they, I don't they know whether they're the Spanish government, right? Like, and, and, and Perez is like some multi-billionaire builder. This is true. Like, they always manage to squeeze money out of something. They're redeveloping yeah. their stadium as well. Um, yeah, this is moment, true. So, yeah. I didn't see the game, but, you know, like if I think about the squad, they've got a very aging midfield. Yeah. So, you're mo- I mean, look, let's not... Let's not uh, Neglect that that midfield we're talking about is Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, Casemiro. You know yeah. they've just brought in Kamavinga, so it's still best in class, but it's getting older, probably getting a bit slower. And um, yeah, I didn't see the game, but good on Sheriff because any day that Madrid loses is a good day. What about United? Did you happen to catch that game? <laughs> are we going to are we going to dive straight into United, wait, or are we going to was... inevitable? Well, wait, I, I think we just heard a Manchester United fan bagging on another team's midfield. <laughs> All right, go on, Scotty. You know what? You've got the mic, man. Talk, talk, talk to me about the Manchester United game in Europe. Go on, mate. It was the you guys didn't deserve to win. It was the luckiest win I've ever seen. You guys pulled it out of your ass in the last minute. I don't remember that. You know I do. There was a there was a stroke of you know Ollie behind the wheel. Everyone makes a big joke of it, but I thought when he brought Fred into left back was actually a stroke of genius. So can you believe that I just said Ollie, Fred, and Genius in the same sentence? That well, actually some... happened. But that was that was a stroke of masterclass because th- without that backfill and then Lingard bring, coming on and getting the assist for Ronaldo could have ended even worse. It was funny because someone wrote an article after the game, right? Mm. And they said Ollie's a genius because his subs 
directly led to the goal because it was Fred crossing to Lingard, mm. which tapped it through to Ronaldo. I mean, obviously Ronaldo started, but... Um, it was an overhit cross though, right? It wasn't a great cross, let's be oh, honest. Oh, mate, look, <laughs> I mean, anything that works with Fred is clearly overhit or overdone <laughs> or, or it is a sign of the apocalypse. It's, it's one of those three factors for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Scotty, how did your boys do? Uh, 1-0 loss to Juventus, mate. Wasn't a great game. Chelsea didn't really put much masterclass in defence by uh, by Juventus. I mean, they, they really went old school. Um, you can tell Allegri's back the way they played that mm. game. And mm. I mean, they haven't been doing it in, in their domestic league, so um, I wasn't expecting it when I watched that game. The um, the um Your future player, Chiesa, scored the goal, yeah? Yeah, Chiesa um, scored. You see him at Chelsea in the future, Scotty? Mate, I'd love him to come to Chelsea. He's a great player. He is a great player. Great player. Had a fantastic Euros campaign um, and has been one of the highlights of Juventus so far this season. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but one of the feel-good moments for me in my endless trawling through social media looking at football highlights was when Chiesa scored recently for his previous club. And uh, his brother was the... little, Little brother was the ball boy. I don't know if you saw that footage and he... No. He scored, then he ran over to, to celebrate with his little brother. I thought that was awesome. He well, seems like a good um, guy. Why don't you put that link on our Twitter account and our five followers can actually view it and, and appreciate you, you sharing that. 100%. And I think, I, I, let me let me do this live and see how many followers we've got because I'm pretty sure it's five. And Scotty, last week you said it was six. Yeah, we've it was, got five. It, it was six last week, mate, because I, I was the sixth follower. No, mate, you were the fifth follower and i'd expect better from you mate you know how to create fake accounts you've been doing it to troll people <laughs> your whole life scott come on man <laughs> wait you knew that was me harry <laughs> oh geez what about um, chelsea in the league though let's look i'd be interested in scotty's perspective on their league performance yeah go on scotty go on I don't know when this turned into bash Scotty because I thought we were poor. I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought we were poor. Um, obviously, the red card to James Ward-Prowse really helped us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and look, I, I know there's a bit of speculation whether or not it was a red card, but I think mm-hmm. it was. It's no worse than other ones I've seen this year. Yeah. Um, sorry, no better than other ones I've seen this year. And uh, yeah. once he was off, we kind of really came to life. Before that, we were pretty poor. Chilwell gave away a... A stupid penalty. Mm. He had him on the outside. I don't know why he, he went down. Mm. <laughs> what about tu- what about Tuchel though? Like, let, let's talk about Tuchel bringing on Ross Barkley. Like, Wait, what? Yes, Ross Barkley played Harry. Wait, let me tell you this, right? So this is how good Tuchel is. So he brings Barkley on. And I'm pretty sure, Scotty, he, he got the assist, right? For what, at least for one of the goals. He did get one of the yeah. assists, yes. Yeah. But Does, Barkley's not a bad player. He's he's really not. A, I don't know if you guys caught much of him last year when he was out on loan. He was at Villa, right? He was at Villa. He did well. Before yeah. that, when he was playing for Chelsea um, the season before, he, he yeah. wasn't poor. He, he wasn't, he's not a world beater. He's not a fantastic player. Mm. But he's a good squad player. Um, he's one of those guys that came in young, and everyone thought he'd be the next. Yes, they thought he'd be yeah. the next Zidane, right? Like a Theo Walcott. Do you remember the exactly. Theo Walcott? Exactly, a, um, like Walcott. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the other fellow that went to City, then ended up at Sunderland? What was his name? Jack oh, Rodwell. Johnson. Jack Adam, Rodwell. Oh, Jack Rodwell. Yeah. You know, these guys come into wow. the England picture. You know, what are they? Nineteen twenty. They get a few caps for England. Everyone you know thinks they're the next big thing, and just kind of fizzle away. Do you know what's funny, Viv, right? You'd probably remember this, but there's so many players who still to this day say the the best talent they saw come through the United ranks was Ravel Morrison. Oh, what him? a player. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Where did he, he end he, up? He he was so mercurial. You know, he went he went out to he was at West Ham for a point. I think he ended up in Italy yeah. at one point. Bounced back. Just couldn't get his head right. Right. I think yep. uh, I think he had a lot of I think he had a lot of issues off the pitch. Yeah, I don't, he was I don't know if he had uh, the stuff Scotty is addicted to. So, oh, was it? I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that disciplinary, uh, you know, he had discipline problems, and I don't think Fergie really can can appreciate players that aren't kind yeah. of a little bit straighter cut, you know. So I think yeah. that probably ended up, and I mean that's why he probably pulled, sold Pogba to Juventus the first time around, right? So well, yeah, no, Morrison, no, what a name yeah. to think about. Yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting because um, you know that that's probably that's going to be the feature of Ross Barkley, as far as I'm concerned. You know, the player that that had a lot of potential that just never really. Um, lives up to it. And and another one, I was talking to one of my colleagues today at work about this. Do you remember Andy Carroll? Oh, of course. Do you remember the hype on Andy Carroll when he broke through at Newcastle that first season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, and strong, then, number nine. They thought then, he was the next Shearer. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was absolutely crazy, the hype. So Scored a killer overhead kick. Do you remember? I don't know if you yeah, remember. I do. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I think incredible. Scotty was still uh, running around in his nappies back then, though. He wouldn't have remembered <laughs> But was he one of the guys that Liverpool spent, you know, $700 trillion on in that offseason? Yeah. They, they bought him and Suarez around the same time, but I remember. Yeah. It was like Adam Lallana, they, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. It was a terrible window. For that them. was bad. That was yeah. very, very, very... Well, basically, where they were is sort of where United are to some extent. I mean, we're not signing players that ridiculous, but we're doing pretty bad. I think Scott wants to make a few comments on United because he's just been eagerly anticipating... And just sitting back, waiting. Go on, Scotty. Come on, Scotty. Say what you want to say, mate. Let, let's talk about United because we usually spend the first 20 minutes of the show talking shit about him. You know, I've, I've managed to deflect 10 minutes away so that our three listeners won't complain this time around. Please, Scotty, talk us through Manchester United. Mate, can I just start with what was that lineup? That's, I want to start it with that lineup. If we're going to rotate players, right, before an international break, mind you, so yeah. why we're rotating players that much, I don't know. But we're going to rotate players. That's fine. Okay. So we're going, to, we're going to get rid of Ronaldo and put in Cavani. Cavani's a great player. I'm fine with that. We're going to play Marshall. I don't know why, but we're going to play Marshall. Hang but on, say not... again. Marshall, Mar- Martial, however you want to say it. <laughs> Marshall. Oh my God. Fucking, Scotty, I'm the never French bloke, that bro. one go, bro. Ever. The fucking, the fucking French bloke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Marshall. But Jeez. but we left we left McFred in the midfield. Mm-hmm. I ca- I, right now, I've been thinking about it since game day. I cannot make sense of that. I'll, I'll so I would love one of you two to make sense of it for I'll, me. I'll attempt to make sense of it. First of all, Marshall was once, um, I think Arsene Wenger said he's probably the most talented player he's ever seen at Monaco's academy. Um, number two, I think Cristiano Ronaldo is 37 years old. He's supremely obese and he's <laughs> supremely unfit and he doesn't take care of his body, so he needs a break. Um, and third, mate, Fred is basically going to win a World Cup for Brazil single-handedly, so... You know, and I'm sure Ollie would justify all three points that I just made. Well, you know, after the United performance, of course, I went into a downward spiral of misery and statistics. Do you know what helps with that, Viv? Mm. Heaps of... Actually, no, I won't say that. Go on. <laughs> I don't know where you were headed. <laughs> but the 14th minute, if you are, for all of our listeners at home, I, you know, 
Viv's uh, homework of the week. Last week, it was all about the Italian triangle system. This week, it's about the 14, 14th minute of the United game. And, and, and Fred collects the ball in the channel and has acres, I mean, acres of space. Uh, Fernandez is to his left. He has no 10 in front of him. He's got no one dropping into the channel. Like, God, what I wouldn't give for a Wayne Rooney to come back and drop oh, into the my. channel. And he passes the ball dead square to McTominay, who passes the ball dead square to Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who does his thing down the right wing and no end product. And if you listen to the commentator for the next 10, 15 minutes, count how many times he says, Fred, McTominay, Wan-Bissaka, so one-dimensional. Yep. Just moving one side to the other and expecting Aaron Wan-Bissaka to create all of our chances. See, we've spoken about this multiple times, Viv, right? It's 100% a tactical error and it's 100% a coaching error because the other thing is, if anyone recognizes the goal that we gave away, it was 100% Fred's fault, right? Yes. But it's also a, a ginormous, ginormous coaching fuck-up, excuse my French, that you would allow someone to whip in. First of all, Bruno put in a, a terrible cross at that corner. Yes. Right? But you have to have someone positioned towards the edge of the box or towards the back of that area that if the ball clears there, that they're able to get rid of it or at least play it backwards and restart the play or something. I no, mean, right. Fred, Fred was designated that player, right? He, he well, put Fred in that position. Anyone that's, ever, yeah, anyone that's ever played defensive midfield and had and sit out and has had to sit outside the box at a corner, if, especially if they're a shorter player, yeah. knows that if you get stung on the counter-attack, you do one thing. You bring them into the ground. You bring them into the ground, right? 100%. And he got, right? he got beaten goal side he not once but twice. Twice, twice exactly yeah. right. Bring, make Tackle the guy. Take the booking. Do you know? Do you know there was another? There was another thing. Like obviously that game pissed me off, and I know Scotty's like fucking laughing right now because that's <laughs> all he wanted, right? But so badly, that, Harry. Mate, there was another thing that really burnt me when I was watching this game, and it was that second goal they scored. That was luckily, luckily for us, it was given offside. Mm. But if you watch that again, right, the minute the minute that we missed our opportunity, mm. our two players, it was Cristiano Ronaldo and someone else, just ran off. Yeah, they they immediately started to press forward, and they left this humongous gap, which Everton immediately exposed and and whipped the ball in and scored. Mm. And I remember seeing that and just thinking, from a defensive point of view, you can't do that. You can't do that in professional football in the Premier League. I don't no. care who you're playing; someone's going to expose you. The problem with Ollie is he's not cut out for the Premier League. He just isn't. Mm. I don't care. He, 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 I mean, I remember when he first joined the club. Everyone's like, "Mate, did you forget what he did at Cardiff?" Mm. He's not cut out for the Premier League. He doesn't get it. And the one thing that absolutely, absolutely pissed me off this game was with two minutes left in stoppage time, him smiling and him smirking. Oh my God. Yeah, I couldn't believe Scott it. Scott McTominay, he's calling Scott. He's like, Scotty, come in, cover. Yeah, thumbs up. And he's smirking and he's smiling. I mean, mate, I don't get this. I'm burning. I'm fuming on the other side of the world right now. We're, we're drawing to Everton, who are not that good. Let's be real. And he's sitting there smirking and smiling, even at the press conference after. Mm. This guy can't wipe a smile off his face. He's well, like the happiest prick on earth. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give you one more bit of. I'll give you one more bit of insight, and then I'm gonna gonna stop, and then we can move on. But I, I went. And I dove into some stats, right? And I just want to share this with you boys and get your perspective. So currently, Fernandez is fourth in the league with shots. He's first in the league with through balls, and Luke Shaw is fourth in the league with crosses. Right. So you've got. You've got end 
end product in the final third. Yet we still draw blanks and we still don't score enough goals. So this is a this is an issue. And then if you go into the defensive end, in the top 20 of all of these categories, tackles, blocks, clearances, and headed clearances, we have no players in the top 15. Not one. Harry Maguire features 15 to 20 in three of those categories. So we, for me, we keep heaps of ball. We've got plenty wow. of ball, right? But where's the end product? No, you're 100% spot on. I don't understand. And we've kept one clean sheet all year. Paul Pogba leads the league yeah. in, miss, in big, big chances missed. Yeah. And he's second in the league in fouls. Yeah. There is no product anyway. I'll get off my Mate, horse for the week. No, no, no. You're, you're spot on. And that's the other thing. I know a few weeks ago we spoke about, you know, the glorious Fergie days. But in the Fergie days, we didn't waste time on the ball, Viv. You remember this. It was 100% attacking move the ball. football. It was just move the ball. You know, now wingers were, were, were so rewarded with their, um, you know, with their goals and assists. Ronaldo mm. and Beckham and, and Giggs and, and the likes. Even Antonio Valencia, Ashley Young. All of them under the Fergie era. Get the ball, spread it out wide, stretch the field, and attack. Mm. Just attack. Get the ball and attack. Don't waste your time. You watch United play now. They pick up the ball, and they're doing what England did in the Euro, which cost them the Euro. It's just sitting on the ball, playing this stupid possession game. You know, if we can get a 1-0 result, we're very lucky. They need to realize it's not going to work in the Premier League. You know, we're we're really digging ourselves into a deeper hole. So, um, Scott, thanks for teeing that off and pissing us off. So we should move on. You know, Wait, yeah, no, no, yeah. just before we move on, <laughs> just just one last thing. I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago, Harry. You and Chengy was uh, before yeah. we had Viv on. You you guys asked me if Man United were contenders this year, and I told you they were ten to fifteen points off the top, and you blasted me. You yeah. thought I was a fucking idiot. I was on crack. Yeah. I want to know your opinion right now. Well, I I mean I I, I apologized last week, Scott. <laughs> And I still think you're on crack. And I apologized last week and said I got carried away with the hype and forgot for a second that Smeagol is our manager and we don't have a chance in hell of winning anything. We won't win the FA Cup. We won't win the Mickey Mouse Cup. We won't win shit. You can't, you can't win the Mickey Mouse Cup. Is we're knocked face. out. Yeah, we're out. Mate, we're not going to win shit. I'm it's telling you It's not time to panic. Look, it's not time to panic. Let's be but, real. But, but Viv, I mean, but we do not look. We do not look like contenders. Sorry, Scotty. Let, yeah. Let's look at your last few games. Draw to Everton. Mm-hmm. Probably should have lost because if if who was it at the end? If he had any confidence, would have taken the shot on himself and scored. Right, just like clammy oh, yeah. win against yeah. Villarreal. Lost to Aston Villa. Lost to West Ham in the Mickey Mouse Cup. And then a two-one victory against West Ham that. Probably should have been a draw if not for a bad Mark Noble kick. And the young lads, don't forget about the young boys. Yep. Lost the <laughs> young boys lost to young boys before that. Right. I know the game before that was Newcastle and he's one four one. Still equal but, second in the league, mate. Are we but second, is, are we? Well, third, maybe third, so excuse me, we've got fourteen points and Liverpool lead with what, sixteen? So Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea lead with 16. Uh, sorry, you're right. And then there's a few teams with 14. I haven't looked today, but... Ch- Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Man United is the current. There you go. And, and look, let's be honest. We've we've all dropped points through this stretch. Do we look like garbage? But, we do, but, but, it's, not but panic. it's not time to panic. But I think it's who we've lo- dropped points against. Chelsea have dropped points. We dropped points to Man City and we dropped points at Liverpool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Li- Liverpool dropped points to Brentford. I know that. Yep. Um, Man City dropped points to Tottenham. I get that. Mm-hmm. 
but you guys have dropped points to West Ham, to Villa, to, to teams we're not talking about being contenders, and to teams we're not even talking about finishing in Europa League spots. This is true. I mean, it's going to come out in the wash this next four games, though, right? United have got... Uh, who have they got? Tottenham. They've got oh, wait, Chelsea. Wait, wait, forget it, yeah. Forget you know, it. this stretch will make or break our season, so let's, Mate, this, let's see this what happens. Stretch, this stretch should get Ollie sacked, and then hopefully we've got a season to watch. Because at the moment, you know what? I said this the past few weeks... I'm enjoying watching Brentford play at the moment. Mm. I mean, that's, for me, the feature of the Premier League right now. Ranieri's just been announced as the new manager of Watford. Mm. I don't know whether that's going to change too much because I, I'd still think it needs um, a bit of time and a bit of work with Watford to, to get them sort of playing a bit better and, and all the rest of it. Um, but there's other things going on in the Premier League. And the problem with this podcast is that every week we sit here talking about United and, and our miseries. It's like, it's nearly become a therapy session for us, Viv. It's probably just lacking. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've, we've got to... Let's talk about, you, you, know what, you know what hurts me the most is to say the Liverpool the Liverpool game and Mate, Mo, Mo Salah's goal was just Phenomenal. You're reading my mind. Yeah. I, there's two things I wanted to say, right? One, that's the game of the season. That was incredible, that match. Mm. And two... I really don't believe there's a better player in the world right now than Mohamed Salah. And he's, mm. and, and, and that goal was absolute mate. Even the goal before it, even the goal he set up for Mane, yeah, assist, was, yeah. it was all him. World class. And and I, I really want to challenge both of you to tell me who's better in the world than Mohamed Salah right now. Well, Harry, I wish you could see my notes here, mate, because I've actually got exactly that written down that Mo Salah is the best player in the world at the moment. And I was going to ask you to do the exact same thing. You were going to ask me how Chelsea developed the world's greatest player, right? Well, I, I was going to ask you to convince me how Ronaldo is better than him at the moment, actually, because I know, I know that's always your go-to. But Ronaldo's the greatest of all time, but he's not the current best player in the world. That's no, all I'll yeah. say. I think Salah, it's a, it's a fair argument, right? He's got to be... He's got to be top in the world on today's form, if not equal with a Haaland or an Mbappe on his day. But he's definitely, he's the best player in the Premier League by a stretch. I agree. Scotty, what else do you want to talk about? Because, you know, I, I, I really, really am interested to see why you've been geeing me up all day. <laughs> well, I, I want to hammer you a bunch more on Man United, but I don't really think it's fair, mate. It's, <laughs> I think I think you know exactly where you guys are at at the moment. Did you guys catch the Arsenal game by any chance? What, no. in the championship? Or... <laughs> Too busy washing my hair. Well, mate, I, I think we were talking last week about, uh, you know, they'd won three on the trot, and they're back to... Uh, absolute rubbish again, so it's good to know the world's returning to some normality. Nil all against Brighton, right? Yeah, nil nil all against Brighton. And I know Brighton have had a good start. I like but they're not they're not that good of a team, right? They're they're not a team we should be talking about in in terms of clubs like Arsenal, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think um what were you saying last week, Viv, that you wanted to bring some stats on on Brighton this week? I'm I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you if you did your homework, but mate, I I really respect Brighton. I don't think, I, like, I, if I were Bright, if I were Arsenal, I'd be considering the fact that Brighton's not a bad club at the moment, and you know, to come away with a nil all results actually pretty decent. Mate, and like Harry. that video you sent me, um, Scotty, with that with the fan on Arsenal fan team. Yeah. <laughs> 
describe Viv, mate. One of their fans is like, we're definitely up there in terms of defense. We're probably one of the best defensive sides in the entire world right now. You know, we're definitely up there. I don't know how, they, I don't know how they, they make it. They compared their defense to Man City's defense. It killed me. <laughs> like, I was dead, man. <laughs> well, Illusional Arsenal fans, mate. Yeah. Think about Brighton. They're currently equal on points with the third place clubs with United and and, and, and are sitting on 14 points, right? They've got Norwich up next, who are relegated tomorrow because they're just garbage. Then then they play City, Liverpool, Newcastle, Villa. Now, if they can take a point from City or Liverpool, hats off, they're going to do Newcastle and they'll give Villa a run. And you're heading towards, what, a third, beyond a third of the season done and they're in the top six? This is Brighton we're talking about. Let's keep yeah, an eye crazy. on the boys. Let's keep an eye yeah. on yeah, yeah, look, I'll keep my eye on Brentford. You guys keep your eye on... on I think on... Brentford got lucky, man. Fabianski, you know, you watch that last yeah. minute. Fabianski, he's, yes. he's got, what, 15 years experience in the league and he palms a shot that's straight down his throat. He palms directly back into the, the six-yard box. Like, yeah, look, come I'm, on. I'm not going to doubt that, man. But you know what? There's Sometimes you need that luck in the Premier League. They're getting and, a lot and, of luck, and, aren't they? Yeah. It is, yeah. And you know what? Sometimes like you play your heart out, you do your absolute best, and you just need that little tiny bit of luck to carry you over. And, you know, they had it a few weeks back when they won. I think it was 2-0. Um, who was the team? Wolves. When when Wolves got that player sent off and they had to defend for dear life for 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they didn't just defend well. Um, obviously, I know Traore missed 100%, you know, all those shots that he took and all the rest of it. But there was a lot of luck in that as well because – on any other day with any other player in front of that ball, they they may have they may have lost that game because yeah, Wolves right. put some pressure on them. But look, Harry, I think that your your answer is that if you get luck, it's usually through effort, right? Yes. It, yep. Luck usually comes through you know grabbing an opportunity or just yep. being there consistently. That's what that's what Brentford have done. They, 100%. They've been I mean, there, so hats off to them. I remember the time John Terry slipped and missed that penalty in the Champions League final. That's luck. Um, that's luck. You know, mm-hmm. it was our luck. And then Nicholas and Elka walked up and, and, and had a horrible shot. And we won Viva the John European Terry. Cup against Chelsea. Could have won so the cup Manchester United have won one European <laughs> Cup against Chelsea. And Chelsea have not won a European Cup against Manchester United. Scott, are there any other topics that you'd like to bring up today? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how many trophies of, of Man United won in the last three 20 years? 20 times, 20 times Man United. 20 Don't times. ever forget how, that, how, how, how many times have you won in the last three years? How many trophies Viv, in general? Viv, all trophies. All trophies. Viv, I haven't given you a Less than Chelsea won this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're feeling the rage. Talk to me about something in our, in our closing minutes. Uh, look, closing minutes. I think I liked. Uh, it's it's a really random one. I really liked Decore for Everton. You look at Watford starting to turn to water, new manager, and he's just come to life in the midfield of Everton with no yeah. no no chains on. And Watford are paying the price for losing him. Um, Newcastle have got a panic. Newcastle are not looking good, and they've slipped right into Ooh. relegation zone. Um, and let's talk about the highlight of the weekend's Premier League football. A nil-all draw between Burnley and Norwich. <laughs> let me tell you, if you want to just absolutely torture yourself for 90 minutes, that's what you do. You sit up and you go, oh, what game's on first this weekend? Burnley at Norwich. No, sorry, Norwich at Burnley, 0-0, boys. That was an absolute stinker. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what gets worse than that. What's coming up this weekend? Because oh, you know what this God. weekend brings? International, International break. Oh, yeah. Love another, another one. <laughs> another one. 
We won't be on next week, gents. We're going to have a bit Take of a Take a week off from that garbage. We're just going to chill. I, I can't be stuffed talking about international football. It absolutely sucks. So I think instead um, what we should do is watch highlights of the, the AC Milan teams from the late 80s and early ooh. 90s. You know what? That may, what a history lesson that would be for Scotty. Scotty, I think that's your homework, and you've got to go into the next show and tell us about those Scotty, things. Scotty, who wasn't born till '95, doesn't know anything about AC Milan teams from Mate, the '80s. Van, Van Basten, Hullet, um, Hullet, Maldini, Baresi. Who was the other guy? Coached um, Chelsea. Costa Curta. Oh, mate, the, the names are endless. So this is your homework. This is your homework, Scotty. You got to go and do some some YouTubing of the greatest Milan teams from, from the early '90s. Yeah, Frank Reichardt. 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 Frank Reichardt, yeah, 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 yeah. He coached Mate. Barcelona for a while, didn't he? He did, yeah. I think he won yeah, some yeah. trophies too. Yeah. But, but boys, right. you know what? That's what I'm going to be doing to nurse my my international week hangover is a bit of old school AC Milan. I know what I'll be doing. I'll be whooping Scotty's ass in the new FIFA 22. Good shout. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that, mate. <laughs> if I'm not on the next podcast, you'll know why. Mate, beat me what, I'm too salty. <laughs> what, 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 what was the score on the last game we played? Do you remember? Mate, come on, Scotty. I don't have a great memory, all right? Let's I, I, dig up the past. I, I remember putting 10 past you. That's all I remember. Listen, I don't remember the last time I brought up a previous result, all right? Jeez, <laughs> Manchester United won. Zero. <laughs> Gents, it's been fun. It's a shame Chengi couldn't connect. Um, for all of those fans that are listening from Hong Kong today who were waiting to, to hear Chengi's voice, we're really sorry. He had technical faults, and I said to him he should have purchased a Huawei phone, but he didn't take my advice. So we're really sorry about that. We will try to get him back next week. Sorry, the week after on Soccer PM. Good night, Scotty. Good night, Nathan. Good night, Planet Earth. Good night, boys. Catch you guys. Oh, thank you.